Tiger's got 152 yards. Should be just a nice, comfortable nine iron for him. They're gonna go nuts when he hits this thing. Episode 18, boys. 18. Episode 18 of the Bogey Boys Back Nine Podcast. This is Blake Ross. Your boy Rob. And James. Back at it again. Home from Atasket era wine country. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Boys are back Woo. from the golf trip. We had a day. We had a weekend. It was a vibe. It was we fun. Did. It was very fun. Ooh. Highlights. What was your favorite part of the weekend? Wine tasting was fun. Never wine, yeah. yeah. Wine tasting is a wine. vibe. Yeah, wine. it's really fun. I've never done it before. It's like you're just on this like constant level the whole time. Yeah, Hard, you don't come down really. You yeah, know. you can just get as lit as you want, and it's a it's sick. And Dave, the Uber driver, will pick you up with <laughs> his janky <laughs> ass cars all fucked up. <laughs> and then if you show up late to one or whatever, and they don't sit you down for ten minutes, they get comped. So yeah. shout out George. That was actually right? wild. I wasn't expecting that. No. Yeah. I was expecting like a dessert or an appetizer thrown in. <laughs> All right. If you're going to twist my arm about it. <laughs> yeah. Probably never coming back, but yeah. I got good things to say. They were major kiss asses about it, which was really interesting. But Worked out for us. Yeah. yeah. For sure. True. I, I think it's one of those things that when they develop a certain reputation and you're one of the top wineries, it's like, yeah, you don't play around with no customer service. It's, you don't want that reflecting your brand, especially if you're a top, top dog in that area. Yeah. I'd imagine you'd rather lean that way. hundred percent. Than the other way, you know? Yeah. I think I birdied a hole, didn't I? Yes, you did. (laughs) Birdie. That's the highlight. And then my chip in for the Eagle that we got. That was wild. That was so high. That was really fun. That was so high. Yeah, no, the, the fact that I essentially drove the green while they were still on. It was like 275? And how yeah, I was... 280, yeah, it was two, it was Dude, it said 280 on the stone. And I was like, I'm not going to hit it that far. And Rob was like, dude, I've seen you do it. Just wait. And I was like... You can totally no. hit that far. You act like it's impossible. Yeah. It's not 320. I, yeah, I on the, didn't, on the scorecard plays 273. 273 yeah yeah i mean so that's like a good drive for you that's a that's our normal I've, drive. That's a good drive. I've, a normal drive in my defense i've never seen myself carry 270 i, I think, think carrying 270 is different than hitting it i've definitely certainly with a total hit it 270 280 before but on the fly because it flew on the green it flew on the green and went past it it's a really weird hole it I was like sloped this way and then yeah. came up. It was really yeah. weird. I almost hit it. <laughs> <laughs> I was aimed down that way, remember? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you were. Aimed down to the right. You aimed down the fairway. Nowhere. Yeah. Where are you going? Do you know where you're going? Yeah, no. Fine. I'm like, dude, the hole's to your left. You're like, oh, shit. The one with the people and the flag on <laughs> yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. I certainly didn't care about the people and the flag, apparently. I just gripped it and ripped it. But um, yeah, that was that was hype. That was a good round for us. Uh, that's what yeah. I'm saying. We murdered that well, back the, nine. Yeah. yeah, the front was okay. Back was great. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I mean, we really gave it everything that we had. And there is a... To We're me, talking about Cypress Ridge, by the way. Yeah. Let the people know. Cypress we, Ridge. We, which, by the way, 
loved that golf course. It was nice. Loved that golf course. Yeah. I De- thought it was wonderful. I definitely played again. Yeah, for I sure. would one hundred. I would play that again over Paso Robles Golf Club in a heartbeat. Oh, for sure. In a heartbeat. Yeah, probably. Yeah, they had a better hot dog or a good hot dog. That that was a great hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> great that, dog. That that is the thing though. That the Paso Robles. I mean, the, the food there and just the drinks and just that that bar and grill is top tier. Yeah. But the vibe at Cypress Ridge was just, it was just in the middle of nowhere and everyone was like golf head and I kind of liked it. It was a cool little set, but I had like the basketball court in the front. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't know who's in the play there, but it was cool. <laughs> I love the cypress trees. I thought they were so cool. It looked, it was basically like a poor man's pebble is the way I looked at it. Mm, sure. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. But what did we uh what did we do on the scramble? What, what did we finish? Uh three under four. Or four? Sixty-eight minus four. Wow. Yeah. Did we um did we quote unquote leave any strokes out there? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. We had one bogey. I guess that would be pretty unacceptable on a three man scramble. Where I lost the ball and gained a ball, you lost the ball. On that hole. I love how you wrote on the scorecard which holes you gained a ball. <laughs> yeah. That's how we kept track. Yeah, I put it would go our name and then ball underneath and then Rob Ball. <laughs> so you could have a plus one minus one, but yeah. We gotta calculate all of our balls. Yeah, we have to cal- yeah, I didn't get to do that. And found. On one hole, the hole that we eagled together, I found four balls on that hole. <laughs> Whoa. I lost one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Should we tell people about what two eighty eight, and then you actually drew, you were long. You were off the back of the green, weren't you? I was, but luckily the pin was in the far side. The yeah, pin, it yeah. was far. Yeah. Pin was which in the far meant side. we were short sided though, kind of. Well, I mean, it only still only left us with like what like four feet, maybe. I think our our initial chip, I think, was like four or five feet, and then you basically you were just like, yeah, might as well just go for it. I think I, I wasn't even gonna swing. Really? Yeah. No, what? someone's. I thought it was closer than that. I thought someone chipped it closer. Mm. We were and in such for a birdie. weird lie. Like yeah, I don't know. Yeah, we were in for birdie regardless. And I think I putted, if I remember correctly, which I think gave you the read. Well, Blake gave me a read. I gave you the read for a chip. Yeah, <laughs> you just sent. <laughs> we it. don't need no reads for <laughs> chips in this group. <laughs> we birdied eleven. You guys remember that one? One sixty-three. Is that? Oh yeah, yeah it was a uh, Rob's putt. Which one is that? Rob's putt. That was my putt. The downhill par three. Don't remember. Well, there was technically there was two of them. There was the one we got the bogey on, but then this one was the first par three on the back. Where I I was the only one to make it on the green, but then Rob drains like a 20-footer, 30-footer, something like that. Can't recall, but good I for remember us. I remember hitting that putt and walking away like I was short. And I turned back and I went in. I'm like, oh, shit. Nice. Don't you love how we get, like, surprised when the ball goes in the hole? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're like, wow, I was trying to do that, but I never expected to go in. You said you were the only one on that green, that hole? I believe so. I believe so. Why do we have double circles on ours? Does that mean birdie? Because it was a birdie. So then what is what is quadruple circles? Well, oh, you, eagle? You eagle. circled. So circle would your, be my green. Your circles are your green. So, because you're already circling them, I had to double circle this one, which technically a double circle is an eagle. Okay. But I had to, like, circle it twice just to make sure that we knew it was a I think we tied on greens, right? 
Me I, and you tied on greens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Blake took it home. Our par three comp. The par oh. three comp. That's right. It was, uh, we started off hot, cooled yeah. off a little bit on the last couple of rounds. The, uh, the Paso Robles ones were a little longer, mm-hmm. or there was one of them that was at least a 200 yarder. There was definitely one where no one got on the green. I think there was a lot of those. No, like the whole day. I I mean that was um. I mean, maybe James is the only one to get on. I think you might be right. I had a bad part three performance this trip. So, so did I. I know. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I got just four. So I was like, what, thirty three percent essentially. Makes sense. Hmm. Gotta calculate our balls. Yeah. Hunter Ranch, thoughts? I liked Comments, it. Concerns? I'd I love really, to play again. I mean, really Hunter Ranch course. was. Hunter Ranch was. Just, it's just pure. Like that's yeah. the only word I could really describe it. I mean, it's just. It's just pure. It's golfer paradise. It's fun. Yeah. I mean, golfing on greens like that. I mean, I can't. I have to say that those might be the best greens I've ever rolled putts on. They just they just roll so pure. I mean, they literally were rolling the greens as we showed up, hmm. and I thought that was so awesome. I mean, like I know that that's what most good golf courses do, but to play greens that don't have any blemishes on them, and there's nobody out on the course, and you're like the first person to tee it off at a cor- at a club like that. Ooh, that was yeah. a seven thirty tee time. Yeah, seven thirty tee time. Still had people in front of us. Yeah, that, slow. That was a little unfortunate, but. Hey, we played fast at Cypress Ridge. That was sick. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah. that course was a little different. Cypress uh, Ridge. No, the Paso Robles Golf Club. The second one we played on Saturday. It reminded me of Wigwam. Yeah, it felt long. That yeah. was the one that felt like the par fours were really long. Yeah. Yeah. Just had the feeling of. Yeah. And I mean, we played from the whites too this trip, so. Oh, we had a. Where are they? But there's no way that you think it was longer than Hunter Ranch, right? I just mean it felt long. No, yeah. hole ten at Pastor Robles Golf Club was four sixty five. That one was a tough hole. That one, that one, I will say that was the one that stood out to me. That it was a, that was a long golf hole. I mean, four sixty five for. I mean. You're, you are basically teetering on the edge of par four, par five, but mm-hmm. especially for, especially from the whites playing four sixty five. I mean, that's that's really tough. That's a that's that's a five. I mean, if you get bogey on that, you basically part it. Because what hole one, hole one was a par five, and I was only four seventy five. Yeah. So there's a ten yard difference. Yeah. At Hunter Ranch, we played a five seventy. Yeah, par, par four. Five. The par, par fives five. at Hunter Ranch were oh my brutal, <laughs> brutal. From the whites. Yeah, the longest one for us was par par five was five twenty five at Paso Robles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in review, Hunter Ranch, I think it's pretty unanimous. We would all go back to that course again in yes. a heartbeat, right? Yes. Okay. It's one twenty five around, which I think is like about what O'Quarry costs. Would you guys rather play O'Quarry or Hunter Ranch? I mean, O'Quarry only because it's here. Pretend that they're right next to each other. I would rather play Hunter Ranch just because I played Old Quarry more. Yeah. But then once they evened out, I guess. 
I'd probably still take Oak Quarry. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really? I think it's more scenic, so that's why I would take it. Mm-hmm. I would play I'd, Hunter Ranch. I'd love to play Hunter Ranch again. Hunter Ranch was sick. If we went, if we say we decide to run it back, do you want to play Cypress Ridge again? We only get to play three courses. I would say let's play Hunter Ranch in two different ones. Would be my call. Yeah. TBA. I can't say I disagree with that, but man, definitely I would love to squeeze in Cypress Ridge again. Definitely not Pasarobus Golf Club. I wouldn't play that course again either. Had has nothing to do with the conditions, just everything to do with I don't know, something about golfing in a big residential area like that mm-hmm. and especially when it's relatively flat. Yeah. I find it um a bit boring, I guess is the word I would use. Yo, who was Santos that round? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's the guy I remember. Well, that was the only extra guy we had all three rounds. I didn't think that was that bad. No. No, it wasn't. It wasn't bad at all. I mean, he was he was chill, and the vibes up there are are just a little bit different than here in like Orange County or Corona. It's like there's just not that many golfers out there. I I don't know how else I would justify it, but. It was it was nice to have like a more mellow setting than the hustle and bustle of, you know, Orange County courses or where it's just a little bit denser population. There's more people golfing in general. But even at Hunter Ranch, it's like it didn't feel like it was I never felt like it was busy at any point during any of our golf rounds. Paso Robles, I'd say, was the busiest and it wasn't even wasn't even crazy at all. But I think, no. it was when I think of busy, I think of like us at Rancho San Joaquin, like just Yeah. I hate that shit. Yeah. But I feel this like way better. Pastor Albus was busy because of the restaurant. Not so much as I mean, I, mean golf. I was talking about people on, on foot. Oh, okay. But it was definitely the clubhouse was yeah. busy for sure. I Means it's a good restaurant. Yeah. I'm assuming. I mean like even when we hit the back nine at Pastor Albus, it was not a single person out there. For like the first for two holes. Oh yeah, and remember the back nine? Yeah. That may have been a thing at that course where a lot of people just play the front and leave. Yeah. Maybe. Or coincidentally, it just so happened to line up like that for us. I think. I think. I mean, I found it really interesting because when I checked us in, the first the first question he asked me was, "You gonna play nine or 18? Yeah. And I okay. never get that question <laughs> anytime yeah. I ever golf anywhere. So immediately, I was like, "I wonder why he's asking if I should yeah. play nine or 18. Like, do people just play nine? Like, is that very common? I guess there it probably is. So I, like, I think so. So let's say you pay for nine. Can you still play the eighteen or? I mean, I, I didn't. I didn't see a starter anywhere, and and I have a feeling that if if somebody wanted to, they could just stroll on the back, and nobody would notice. There's yeah. nobody out there. Just walk on. Yeah. yeah. I want to touch on two things. One, we'll come back. But I don't remember the birdie. What happened? Do you remember my strokes on that, please? You don't remember? I don't I, remember either. Well, I thought part it was three? a part three. No. It's a part five. Oh, oh I was do a part remember. five. It was a five oh five. No, Let's go. I do remember. I can I can uh tell you. I don't remember. Um hybrid, sounds so douchey. So this I just was don't remember. The so this was the second handicapped hole, if I remember correctly. It's the eighth. Oh it, oh, it was <laughs> right so, in the middle. So <laughs> yeah. I think okay, so five oh five. I remember. So that's like the third one, right? That's hole like, fifteen. Yeah, okay. So this is the third one. You hit your hybrid because you, I remember. Okay, now <laughs> you remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hit your well, hybrid to, left at I the tree. I had to look at the picture. So yeah. This is the one where it's a big horseshoe. 
Yes. Right? Oh, this is when you used my four iron and you outdrove us? No. No, no, no. no, no. no. Oh, that's okay. a Paso Robles. That was, that's <laughs> okay. Different time. Different course. So, I mean, well, this I gonna, one, we're going to get back to that. <laughs> right. Yeah. You want me to? You want to take? It's over like a big things? horseshoe yeah. around water. What is it? Five hundred five. Oh, I remember this. So I kind of okay, cut it up this. into like you know three shots of straight well, right. The crazy thing is that there's a big ass tree in the middle of the fairway that just. I mean, it's just a nuisance. I don't know how else to describe it. I mean, it, it is smack in the middle of where the one you, that would you got love stuck to be. behind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you hit it. <laughs> but I think because you were a little bit behind it, you kind of had a little bit more room to kind of hit around it. But yeah, you did that. You did the two did hybrid go- shots. I went past the tree. Go past the tree. Yeah, you were past the tree on so your he was, after your he was, tee shot. No, tee shot was before the tree. Yeah, that's like what I'm way saying. before. Yeah, I hit hybrid. And that's hit, what I'm saying that you were, because you were okay. tree. because you were short of it, you were able to like mm-hmm. kind of navigate around it. But then I think you hit fifty or a wedge or no, some no, shit no. like that. I hit. I think I hit hybrid hybrid seven. Oh, was that yeah. what it was? And got it because you hit out of the rough. It was I kind think. of muddy by the ducks. Yeah, and then you got on, but you got a crazy kick right. I got blessed. I kind of like landed kind of on the fringe on the left side. Yeah. And I couldn't, I didn't believe that when I walked up that my ball had such a great kick. Like how long was my putt? Maybe like, I don't know, like eight feet. I thought it was more like 10, 15. You think it was 10, 15? It was way out of my skill range, like total luck. But the kick was amazing. I got yeah. blessed. That was a fun, it was an interesting hole of like we a were, big come. I think we were, you, you were on the right, the perfect side of the green though, because I mean, even just the way that your ball kicked off the hill, it's like, it definitely feeds towards the <laughs> hole. Yeah. The hole, awesome. the pin was kind of on the front yeah. on the left ish side from what I remember. And I landed mm-hmm. left of the pin basically and ended up, instead of going bunker further left, it ended up dribbling down towards the pin. Yeah. Yeah. Now I remember. Mm-hmm. I, th- I don't think you could play that hole any better. Sometimes well everything played. lines up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, the, my hybrid was absolutely dialed that day, so I just yeah. stuck with it because yeah. I was... Well, most of the trip, I felt like you didn't use your driver till round three. <clears throat> Cypress Ridge, I and got Cypress much better Ridge. with yeah. the driver, yeah. And then, but before that, mm-hmm. it was just your hybrid over and over and over, and it was working. Yeah. Well, it's like, would I rather get it like 210, like right in the fairway, yeah. or like... fuck it. <laughs> or, or like in absolute the dice roll like where's this gonna go <laughs> could snap hook 150 left i definitely love that you have like a, a new confidence with the driver though because i think that the more swings you take with it the better that you're getting with that club and i just love that club for you yeah i just think it's a great club yeah great club you're getting more used to it and definitely yeah. saw you hit some nagasaki's yeah out you there. outdrove me at cypress ridge on the downhill par four. I don't remember that one. It was like straight and then drops straight down towards the green. And I went over and then Blake's like, that's not the longest drive oh, out here yeah, today. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you like passed me like 10, mm-hmm. 15 yards. Mm-hmm. I was like, God damn. Old Swing James hitting a draw. That was also getting a ton the, of rollout. You had the Titleist AVX. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's my new ball, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently. And you lost it the next hole. Get on, hey. <laughs> get on the Sounds premium ball train. Right. Sounds about right. No more distance plus. Got to go Titleist. Yeah. Titleist. Titleist balls. And I used your clubs a you lot. You did, yeah. Switched to your irons round two. Round two? Basically just started using yours on that par three. Remember? Like halfway through round two, I think so, you're like, uh, let me just use yours. What are your thoughts on game improvement irons, James? They're amazing. Well, let's, <laughs> what do you have to lose? Before we workability, go, and I don't want any more workability. Before we go off topic of my irons, 
You outdrove us with a four iron. Sure did. It happened. What the fuck? Because <laughs> I'm using your clubs and those things are trampolines, dude. You hit the ball in the center, they fly. It's insane. Game improvement. It's where it's at, dude. True. And immediately my spread tightened like crazy. Yeah, you, really ever, you ever uh, consider super game improvement? No. <laughs> <laughs> this is already funny enough. But like, I mean, how many times with my with my 790s would I miss hit and it would just, the spin would carry yeah. it? hook but slice it was so easy for me to slice that and i felt like once that put that in perspective hitting that i was like what the fuck like immediately tightened up my spread like crazy which is so fucking valuable and again even a toe banger you're gonna lose 30 yards but it's gonna go pretty straight Mm -hmm. rather than like 75 yards short and to the left off a toe bang it's crazy i can't tell you how many times i've straight up missed the grooves and the ball like actually went in like a not terrible spot or just straight like yeah that's that, so valuable that, are you that kidding that happens me? to me more with driver believe it or not what? i can't tell you how many times that i've hit my ball it couldn't be any more on the toe and it'll just do this weird knuckle but it'll just fly like dead straight it's the weirdest thing really i i don't know if that's just me or or the club or what but it's not every time with some, a toe banger. Something about the forgiveness with for me with Callaway clubs, I just I would be hard pressed to find that somewhere else. I, I wouldn't change any of your clubs for you right now, except your three wood. But you talk only because you mentioned that. Don't change a three wood. Why? <laughs> you just think I hit Nagasaki's with it, or I've what? Seen you think hit about this: way, technically, we all have a G four twenty five. I the driver, you yeah. have the three wood. Seven James wood. has a seven wood. That's right. Which I might have to take out. Shut the fuck. Why would you take it out? Because you hit the hybrid so well? Because you got new irons. Because I just ordered new clubs. <laughs> oh! Boop, 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 boop. New because clubs? Because I may not need that anymore. <laughs> but remember when I used it to go over the trees? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. like, my my seven wood is kind of like a four iron distance-wise, like 200, 195-ish carry or whatever, and then some rollout. But the trajectory is way different, right? Like. Mm-hmm goes super high yeah great for like trying to land on the green whereas like a four iron can tend to roll especially like in a game improvement if you're going for a green that's like too hundy like you have to go down to like a five ish to roll kind of up yeah it's a close pin you're screwed but this is like where that club comes in uh hit a dog shit drive (laughs) i must have topped it because it just went like boom right into the ground and rolled was this at pass robles yeah yeah pass the robles I remember it must have been hole. the front because Santos was It was the front. It was the front. I think it was like hole three or four. I'll tell you right now. It was ugly. I'll tell you right now. This is the one where it's hole another five. horseshoe right. <laughs> it was hole five. It's, it's like, so I hit a dog poop probably f- 75, 80 yards or whatever, right? Lands. Topper. So my options could be like iron this way, wedge onto the green, two or three putt, double bogey. <laughs> But instead, there's a ton of trees right here. And I'm like, it's like 190 yards. And I'm like, dude, seven woods coming out. Like t- huge trees, but I went over it and I landed. It made it through somehow. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I found a gap. God blessed. But that was fun. How far away from like the the shrubs were you? Like when I hit the ball? Like, when, like it, when, it where, landed. where it landed, yeah. Didn't make it too far out, like five or 10 yards. I think it hit something. But the point is it made it to grass and I yeah. can find it, which is valuable. Dude, I lost three balls at all. What happened? I know you hit I heard some branches flying. 
I'm looking for. I got a you know wedge in a putter, and I'm walking to my ball, and then I hear like. <laughs> leaves and oh, shit. Oh yeah, no, I remember you were just you just like grabbed two, another one, ripped it, grabbed another one, ripped it. You pulled a two hosel rockets straight right. Yeah, standing too close to the ball. Probably that's when I hosel rocket. I feel like Santos took my ball that that hole. Motherfucker, did he? I don't. I did I, he? I thought for sure I saw it in the fairway, like it hit the tree and like went out. And he was looking for his, and then he would be the kind of guy that would take your ball. We went like, down the James. I took some of the ball. <laughs> yeah, you did. You asked. It was an accident. And, and then we, all, we, we, both watched, we both watched them look for it for like 20 minutes. They looked for a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but he didn't drive the green, so I didn't run no. on that. But yeah, I thought it was in the fairway. ended up not being, and I dropped two. I dropped the ball. One OB, dropped another one just to practice. One OB again. I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. Can we talk about Santos's long putting? It was actually pretty fucking good. Yeah. Man was dialed. Holy the shit. Plastic. There'd be times where... He's so far away from the pin, put it like one footer, and you're like, what the fuck is that? That's amazing. <laughs> like, yeah. You realize how valuable that is? That's crazy. I think that he was would, it. He would get it really close. He'd have a super long putt and get it within two feet. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a huge skill. Super casual golfer. I mean, you could tell he's just brand new just to the game. Around, yeah. yeah, he doesn't know what he's doing he out there. He had blades, though. So. Yeah, no, hey, he was very proud of, of that, too. Think about switching it up. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't know nothing about equipment. He just... He just thinks it's cool, you know, which yeah. is which is fine. They look you know? great. Blades look great. Until you're standing over until you're playing, over <laughs> until you're playing and the this big <laughs> and the ball's the same size. <laughs> Doesn't feel good. No. And you can't see the back of the club. It's all tucked under. Yeah. That's how I feel over the 790. <laughs> really? A little bit. A little bit. They're kind of in between. Yeah. What are they? Player irons? Yeah, I'm playing be like player. Well, I guess those are players irons. Mm-hmm. Because they're not strong lofted, I don't think. Player no, I definitely lost a club. Player and distance. then lost an extra club because the spin is so high. As I order these new irons, which we'll get to in a second, <laughs> when I was going through the custom order booklet, you know, and they show you all these diagrams and spin numbers and all this shit, the shaft that I ended up getting was also the high spin corner. So like On as the high 790s? as it could go. Yeah. Oh, okay. So as far as... Oh, when you got your 790s, My you picked set, the highest yeah. club, highest spin, so, highest spin shaft. Yeah. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna. If you want to talk about it later, we'll talk about it later. But uh, I think I know what clubs James got. Rob, do you want to? Do you want to write down our answers <laughs> in our phone and and then we can see, review? Yeah, let me just stop recording. No, I'll do it. I mean, I'm just saying like. Right. I, I'll, I have it in my, in my noggin. Okay, okay, okay. Well, then that's no fun, though, because then we can't prove it. All right, then. then let's write it down. Here. Do you have a pencil? Because I want to tally up balls, too. I don't have a pencil. What are you good for? It's not my house. <laughs> hey, don't use those. <laughs> it's a work pen. So we're going right. to add up your you, you write down what clubs you think he got. Don't don't do no scrolling either. Keep him entertained while I'm doing this. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> mm. If anybody was considering doing a golf trip in wine country, would highly recommend two things that stand out. The first is that I don't think that you can get better value anywhere else. There's great courses in the $80 range and Hunter Ranch, the most premium course, is $125 and that's with a free bucket with a car everything 
plus after you go to the winery that was so much fun play early time. golf come back watch oceans 11 or watch the italian job and watch then go, the italian job go to a winery are you kidding me yeah i mean just just a fantastic just blend of things that you can do i mean cool downtown areas decent restaurants like food's not too expensive i mean we went to a fantastic brunch spot oh, had, that great, had spot great had so great food good. the nest had, had, right? gr- had yeah. great food for less than 20 dollars a person for like coffee food whatever like had um, unbelievable food yeah Community vibes are sick there. The bunch of wineries, tons of things to do, and then the golf is pure. Golf is pure. It's a great budget place to go. I mean, sure, yeah. I I would re- I would recommend that if you were if you've already done the Scottsdale trip, you already done the Vegas trip, or you know you've done more expensive places. Like this is a good one that you can get by and not blow a bag. Are we still doing the uh, lost ball counter? Yeah, is that yeah, what that yeah, is? Look at it. We should do an over under with Blake. Yeah. You can decide. Yeah. Remember, <clears throat> I think who, who lost more balls between the two of you? We last spoke about who lost and who gained. Yeah. Oh man, this will be interesting. I would love to do it. I can't wait. I'll get a total going. Keep them entertained. Oh, I'm keeping them entertained. Don't you worry. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Don't you worry. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um. Should we play third? If we the, if this one. if we went back First, again, second, just to review, Paso Robles Golf Club. I don't think I would recommend. I would only recommend if you were. I think it's actually a better place to go. Believe it or not, like if you have any females in your group that like to golf, ladies think, out there. Ladies that like to golf, I actually would recommend Paso Robles Golf Club because it is more flat, more friendlier terrain, mm-hmm. and then also the they can play from the correct tees, but also the food and drinks there are great. So they can hang out, they can get decent food, decent drinks, and if they want to play nine or, or whatever, it's a great spot for them. A great spot for the ladies. I think for you know the more avid golfers, I, I do think that the course can get a little mundane and... I think that, but I mean, Hunter Ranch, Pure would highly recommend. Cypress Ridge would recommend. The other courses that I was recommended was um, Morro Bay. Morro Bay would be one that I would recommend. And then uh, Avila Beach, which I think is under construction right now, I would recommend. But those would be two coastal golf places that you could go to that I would recommend. I think all both of those courses, I think, are in the uh 60 to 90 dollar range so again i mean the court i mean you're not going to play any like super premier courses that are just going to break you break the bank but i mean we got out of there playing golf for less than a hundred dollars around so or whatever it was like hundred dollars around when you average it all out so i i think it's hard to beat that i really do it was funny i think you were putting your sunscreen on when we were at Paso Robles, <laughs> Amy and Jim are talking to the starter, and I hear out the we both hear out the corner conversation that's going on. People in front of us, the dude was like, "Yeah, it's my girlfriend's like second time playing." Oh boy! <laughs> the guys in front of us at Paso Robles. Paso Robles, yeah, yeah, they're slow. Yeah, but then even when we played Cyprus, the people in front of us. The boyfriend was teaching the girlfriend bad habits because every time they would shoot a bad shot, they just throw their club, and it's like, 
you're teaching her the wrong yeah. way to play golf. She didn't look like she was a new golfer, though. No, Someone. but she definitely had the bad habits that he had. Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah, I didn't. They probably weren't too happy that I uh, drove up on them. On that was like the last. They were pretty to, cool about it. I mean, considering they didn't say anything, I guess that they was were, also but. the last, second to last hole. You did that. True. Trying to get a sneak peek there, Rob? No. I think I already know what I lost. Where we stand. <laughs> Do you know what you lost? Wow. Okay. <laughs> Rob, how many do you think you lost? Do an over under. Oh, we gotta do we gotta go a dozen. Over under a dozen for the and entire. How about we entire... have like answer first? Yeah, sure. Okay, perfect. Because then if I say anything, he's gonna like go off based off of that. You, you're saying over under a dozen for the three rounds, <clears throat> or eleven and a half is the line? Yeah, for Rob. Over. Sorry, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, balls found for Rob. Balls found over under four. Over. Yep. He found six balls. You needed a, a really. Yeah. I thought it that's not good. I thought it would have been more, Rob. I'm, I'm quite honestly. I'm a little disappointed. I will disappointed. tell you this: Pastor Robles had no balls lying around. Neither did Hunter Ranch. Really, Hunter Ranch was a mish to find. The fact that James went on a little freaking adventure in, up in the hills on Cypress—that's how he found all this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why I found four balls on one hole. Oh. So I could see how there would be a lot of balls at Cypress Ridge. Because I guess mine, or should I just say? No, let him guess. I was about to say I want to guess. My over unders or just guess over unders. Over under lost fourteen. Oof. This is tough. Can you call the line thirteen and a half? Yeah. It has to be a half. Yeah. So minus thirteen and a half. <sighs> Over or under 13 and a half. Damn. That's, I know it's, I know it's so close to that number. I would go, because on the last day, I don't know if you lost that many balls, but I did see you blast a sleeve into the lake at Hunter Ranch. (laughs) Yes, I did. (laughs) (sighs) Let's go. And just to reiterate here to the listeners out there, when you hit a ball out of bounds but find it, that doesn't count as a lost ball at all, right? As long as you found <sighs> the ball that you originally hit and I, went OB, there's one I, I guess found, even I, if you find it two, three I guess holes I'm gonna later, go, I guess I'm going to go, I will go under for the lost balls, 13 wow, and a half. Really? Over. Really? Dude, 16. <laughs> I think I and I think I got seventeen. You lost thirteen balls. Yeah, 13? I was about to say you lost. Really? Yeah, that's it. Thir- I found I found thirteen balls. <laughs> what I wanted to do an over under for the bow. I found thirteen balls. I found seven. You only found all the so balls. You were, I still, lost. you were still ball negative. Yeah, you were ball negative. Were you ball negative? Yeah. Rob? <laughs> he was two sleeve negative. I was one sleeve negative. Hmm. I really Here's thought that thing. you did less than Here's sixteen. Do you have a ball count? I uh, want to know balls lost. I can tell you Should right now how many he won. How many he got found? Zero. He found one. I Did found really? one. Yeah. Shut and up. it was at Cypress Ridge. Interesting. 
I found one at Cypress Ridge. So I'll be honest, I didn't count my boss loss specifically mm. at Cypress Ridge. There's the only place I didn't count my boss loss. I'm it was a scramble? Yeah, because it was a scramble, but also it wasn't it wasn't a lot. Like it wasn't more than a sleep. I didn't lose very many balls this trip. I should have taken your bet in the very beginning because I can verify for a fact that on at least at because I did track my balls loss at Paso Robles and at Hunter Ranch. I lost zero at Hunter Ranch. I, I played the same wow. ball the entire round, which is pretty remarkable for somebody with my skill level. With that being said, at Paso Robles, I lost three. Hmm. And then at, like I said, at Cypress Ridge, I don't, it might have been only been like one or two. Hmm. It, it definitely wasn't more than three. So you lost four balls. I would say, I would call it five. Yeah. I lost like five balls. It's really good. Yeah. Pretty remarkable. Yeah. Should have taken the bet. I should have. I, <laughs> I didn't feel comfortable taking the bet because I, I know that I typically lose three, four balls around. If I had a bad round, it's probably closer to six. But if I have a good round, it's obviously zero. But <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I was keeping it in play and that's a big thing for me. That's a big. I mean, if I if I wasn't in play at Hunter Ranch, I would have a scorecard would be a lot different, be a whole lot different. But I did find a ball. I was pretty proud of that. I got on the board. I want I want to kind of ball. Uh, I believe it was a tailor made. It was a tailor made like tour response or something like that. Or mm. I was gonna say, was it a TP five with a green stripe on it? <laughs> <laughs> no, there That's... was there was one time where I found my ball that I hit, and she was like, "That's a ball. It's, it's mine." And I'm like, "Bro, it's my ball." Is that the one that was in the bush? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're fighting over the same ball. I mean, to be fair, you hit like three balls. <laughs> <It's> from... <laughs> so what? And I found them all in that on that hole. Oh, I remember the short par four. Is Dogley right? With all the trees on the right? This was 17 at Hunter Ranch. Oh, uh, okay. Never mind. It was 17. And we oh. still waited on the 18th tee box. Yeah. Dude, 17 was a brutal Dude, hole, we dicked too. around so much finding balls, and we still well, were on time. In your guys' defense, it was playing so slow at that point. In the it round. was. Like, at, at that specific juncture in the golf course, it was brutally slow. Mm-hmm. Why does that always happen? Why does the end of the course always back, back up? Maybe people start making bets. And they have to take it serious and no. take their time. I, I really do believe it's people at the end of the round, they want to try and shoot a good score or if they have a good score, it's they're like late. extra focused. So then also you get the dudes that are waiting for the green to clear. So then you always got, you always got three groups out there. You got a group that on the tee box, you got a group in the fairway and then you got a group on the green, the group, the group in the fairway is waiting for the group on the green to leave. So there's like three people on the same damn hole and there was, you know, and then it's the same thing. So the group on the, the group in the fairway is just waiting. And then of course, the group on the green is not going to just play extra fast off the tee and get in like hit their fairway shot on 18 quick enough so that hmm. the group in the fairway doesn't have to wait for their tee shots on 18 into our totals. I don't care. Plus I would imagine that people are trying to go for the green on a, the last par five, which makes no sense because let's be <laughs> honest, ain't, ain't nobody at that course touching those par fives in two. They were tough. Those are brutal. You're going to have to hit a three wood off the DZ clean. I mean, not only that, I mean, you're going to have to have like pinpoint accuracy. It's not, you have no room for error. Remember when I thought I lost my rangefinder? <laughs> remember when you blamed the group behind you? <laughs> I blamed I the group blame behind him. us. They were being <laughs> sketch about it, dude. It was me. I didn't lose. What it. does it look like? First, the husband says no. And then the wife's like, what does it look like? With her hand in her bag. So I'm like, she has it. 
And she's like, you guys can go. I'm like, all right. Does anybody have like funny rangefinder stories? Like people like blame it. I don't know. That'd be a good one to ask the listeners if they're out there. Like funny rangefinder stories. Because I was like, you know what? Like the golf clubs all the time. Like they're getting, they're finding rangefinders, telling people that they don't have them, but there's like a whole box of them. Oh, you have a funny one, right? You lost yours. Yeah, that's not funny. <laughs> I know I'm not the only one in who's Mammoth, ever lost right? a damn rangefinder. No, it, it was in Mammoth when I found out that I didn't have my rangefinder, but I remember that I left it at Oso Creek. The worst course to lose that because ain't nobody ain't saying, "Hey, nobody. I found this." Or Willowick. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <Or Willowick. laughs> yeah they ain't. ain't getting it back. I ain't getting it back. I was so sad about what that. What you need a rangefinder at Oso Creek for? Great Dude, question. They're, they're I mean, handy. I don't know. I I love I love pinning the flag. I mean, especially the thing is that a lot of courses now you notice that they don't have the stakes for the yardages yeah. in the fairway. So that's always if it's in the fairway, and I I'm I'm not gonna just guess the yardage. I want to know if it's 160, 180. Like mm-hmm. I want to know because it's gonna change my decision for sure. Totally. And just, I I mean five or ten yards could change your decision on a club. A hundred percent. And that's really all I'm trying to do is just make the right decision. I mean because mm-hmm. it's it is really frustrating. I find it frustrating when you put a pure strike on a golf ball and you just get the number wrong. You just get the number wrong or you don't hit the, the carry and it just... It's frustrating because so you could have just lasered it and got it, yeah. got the correct number. 100%. Do you remember at Pastoral was when James pinned the wrong hole? Yeah. <laughs> 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 and then proceeded to hit that way and we're just like, where are you going, Still dude? missed the green on that part three. <laughs> I actually totally forgot about that, Rob. You Who puts two par threes next to each other that basically crisscross? They that well, was it was like the very, tee box. You could either hit it twelve o'clock or like one o'clock <laughs> yeah. to a green that are both like one hundred fifty yards away. That's yeah. a good point, though, Rob. That's it, very unimaginative. Well, to be of fair, of course, it's kind of understandable. I'm trying not the first guy to ever do that. No chance on the first guy that ever did that. It's make for a good story. It does. I'm not mad about it. Um, did any of the, did Hunter Ranch have like a, a screen display in the cart that shows no, none, none of the of courses had it? The mm-hmm. GPS yardage? Yeah, none of the courses had that. None of them. That's mm-hmm. disappointing. I don't even know. I just, it. I just realized. I, I, like, well, that's funny that you guys see, I, I am almost in the camp of I'd rather not have it because then if I know if it has that, then I know the cart's no, going to freaking yell at me if I go near the green. There was a whole course that had it. Pastor Robles, I think it was like 10 yards off. Something was off. Or Hunter Ranch had it, and it was 10 yards off from what our rangefinder was. Because mm. so we'd look at it and scan it, and it would be off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. One of it the must court, have been I think Ranch. it was Hunter Ranch. Yeah, it might have been a Hunter Ranch then. I don't I don't remember, though. I yeah, really one don't. of them. I remember. I think it was Hunter Ranch. I think, yeah, one of them was 10 yards off. So we'd it'd be like 160, and we'd like scan it real quick, and it's like 172, and we're just like, what? <laughs> That's a, like a club. That's Yeah. <laughs> very important to know that's that what I'm it's not like two or three yards like i need to know this shit yeah. so i can still miss the green <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i need to know I, if I ain't hitting it but i want to try i need to know if i use a p or a nine to miss left and short of the green. <laughs> yeah especially if it's 170 i need to know if it's nine or p what <laughs> <laughs> it's a length joke I think you mean four or five <laughs> <laughs> what was your best shot of the week whether whether the result was good or bad 
Denon passed 18 at Paso Robles. I hit an absolute Nagasaki. I ended up going on a stupid-ass creek. <laughs> Couldn't find it. I remember that. <laughs> Best drive I hit all week. Well, we were too worried looking for your ball. Well, was your range finder. Dude, James was swinging so confident on that back night. Ever since he, like, nuked the four iron, like, you knew he stepped up to that tee box. Like, I am ready to just yeah. absolutely rip this golf ball. Confidence plays a big part in it, for sure. Yeah. I was ready. I wanted to find yeah. that ball. I was pissed. And then I... I don't think I did. I find my rangefinder at that point. I must not because I no, just you found you found, I just you guessed how far after. away I was and grabbed a club and hit it. And that's when I got onto the green. Like, I, yeah, I remember. Remember that? Yeah, I had no idea how far away I was. <laughs> I just grabbed a club and swung. Yeah, I had a guy compliment my Texas wedge on eighteen. Where uh, you know on the ten tee box, how it's like right next no, to the what, bar and grill, of course. Uh, Paso Robles. Oh, they, mm-hmm. were they in the restaurant? They were no, they were on ten teeing off. And I hit my approach shot long, and I'm, I have this like, I don't know if you remember the way that that green was sloped, but it's just yeah. like tiered, and like the back tier of it Banked, is right. just like huge tier, like it's a massive mm. tier. Like even if you get it to trickle off the tier, like you're gonna be like ten feet long. Yeah. And I I like Texas wedged it like over like out of the rough, off the fringe, like onto the tier and down it. And I was, I'd left myself like 12 feet and the guy was like, dude, like I really like your Texas wedge game. <laughs> I was like, thanks dude. That's funny. Yeah. I, um, I would say for me, two shots really stand out. One of them didn't yield a good result, but on 18 at Hunter ranch, I nuked that drive because it was it was a uh, sloped from right to left. Yeah, and at the more right you were, the more level you were. And I like carried that bunker, and my ball released, and I only had ninety yards into that hole, and it was like a four hundred yard hole. I think it was. I think for us it was maybe like three eighty. I love to exaggerate. It was three thirty. Get the no, it's not eighteen. <laughs> that's not at Hunter Ranch. Hunter Ranch. Par 18? four, 18 was 330. Get the... No, I'm so upset. <laughs> so you had 230 yards? No, that's the combo yardages, you doofus. Oh, it was bad. 355. 355. Mm. My bad. What were we talking about? No, we were talking about the best shots that we had. Rob was making fun of me because I thought that the... The la- Do you remember 18 at Hunter Ranch? Mm-hmm. I hit a drive and it like cleared the bunker, rolled out. I thought it was like 380, but on the scorecard, Rob goes, no, it was 330 on the scorecard. I was like, get the... No, it's <laughs> like, not. Yeah, I, don't know. I had 100 and, yards left to the field. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I was like that's, the, that's the part that he got me there. But then I looked at the scorecard and I said, those are the combo tees, you doofus. The whites are 355. Mm. Yeah, dude. What's 25 yards? <laughs> two clubs. Club or two. But um, I also, the uh, the first par five at Cypress Ridge, when we drove it in the fairway, I, me and you both hit like three woods like off the DC and we roasted those. I didn't hit any three. I don't hit three woods off the, off the tee box. <laughs> no, it wasn't off the tee the box. DC. It was off the fairway. Oh, uh, yeah. That was but, hole one. Uh, at Cypress Ridge? No. Oh, no. my wrong. This was the wrong first. Um, I think it was the first par five at Cypress Ridge. 
we ended up parring the hole. We missed our birdie putt. Yeah, that was hole four. That was really unfortunate because I don't think anybody really got a hold of their drives. And I think we were still like way too far out. And we um, we just tried to Nagasaki something down there. And then we just didn't really give ourselves a good leave. All right, boys, we're 47 minutes in. Go do it. Wrapping it up. Great golf trip. Can't wait to do it again. Yeah. Dude, if, if you don't tell me what irons you ordered, I'm going to be <laughs> absolutely livid. Okay, so I got four through A, oh. right-handed, Let's go. men's, right. steel, <laughs> standard lop and lie, true temper, dynamic gold, okay. 105 shaft. 105 grams, I'm assuming that's what that means. S300 flex, standard tip, standard length, lambkin cross-line grips. Sounds grip, like a tailor made. Grip logo up. Yeah, should be here whenever. <laughs> God damn it. It's a stealth irons. What'd you get? What'd stealth, you put? I put the stealth HD irons. That's, I, Ooh, put the stealth, HD. I put stealth twos. I yeah. don't think they make stealth two irons. The fuck's a stealth two? Oh, fuck stealth whatever. Stealth two is the driver iteration. I don't think they make those. <sighs> just the stealth. It's not. It's just called whatever. stealth. I think yep. they're. Uh, you put stealth two. I put stealth HDs. Yeah. We were pretty close, but. We, we got it. Yeah, but I ended up going with that shaft because it's right in the middle of spin and trajectory. I was coming from super super high spin and trajectory, which robs you a distance. It sits on the green nicely, but anyway. So I wanted to go something a lot more neutral in the yeah. shaft. I can't Dude, wait we, to try we them. Got, we got a TaylorMade boy over here. We got a Dude, TaylorMade. Team TaylorMade. Join the club. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you, you bum? What do you mean? <laughs> I'm a TaylorMade putter. You do? Ooh. I do. Is it on fire? It didn't let me down. I will say that much. That thing you put that thing toe down, don't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure Holy do. shnikes! <laughs> toe down. It's working. Toe it's down. working. I think I only missed like one really short putt the trip, but overall, I would say I was pretty happy. Yeah, I remember that putt because you're that, like, "Is this good?" And James like, "If you're going for a true par or birdie, you better finish that." He mm-hmm. he also said, "I'd give it to you, but you can put it out if you want." And I chose to put it out, and you missed. I sure did. <laughs> if you're going for a par or a birdie, like you gotta put it. Yeah. I mean, and I didn't. I wanted. I obviously wanted to make it, but also at the same time, I wasn't super unhappy with the five because that was the 465 yard par four, and mm. it's like I yeah. also, even though I was short of the green, I had a great chip, so it's like I, I did everything I could. I just missed the putt. So, I mean, I'll take a five on that hole all day. It was far shit. Mm-hmm. Stealth HDs. You're gonna get the milled grind. They're not HD, dude. Oh, I'll stop saying HD. My bad. The stealth irons. Stealth. Do they make HDs? Yeah. Oh. They do. They're I'm super, so, super game improvement. I'm so sad I don't ha- play right-handed. Oh, God. That's a huge mistake on your part. I know. Enormous inconvenience, as I'm sure you know. Yeah. I've only ever played with, like, one other lefty, and he was gaming ta- uh, Titleist AP2s, which is, like, a muscle back club. Yeah. And, and I was like, it didn't even dawn on me until whole like 16. I was like, oh my God, like I can actually like swing your clubs. Cause you never think about it, right? Yeah. Like- and, but, and like, of course he's they're They might as well be like pure blades. I mean, that's what they look like. And I was like, oh shit, I would love to try that. I, I never ended up swinging it, but also probably a good thing. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> At least in general, in my experience, Titleist already is not the most friendly. And then no. you go with like a player iron. Yeah. You're going to be struggling. It's hard. I think I think part of it too is because I was actually having my personal best round, so that's 
part of the reason why I didn't want to mess around with his clubs because I was already having a really good round. Yeah. yeah, and you wouldn't be thinking about that if you're doing really good. You're not thinking about switching clubs while you're playing. No, not at all. Not at all. Rob, actor? <sighs> sure. <laughs> all right. Sounds enthusiastic. Well, I was waiting for the trivia, but... Trivia? <laughs> you got one, All right, I'll right? go. All right, my actor this week is... <laughs> We're prepared on this podcast. Don't anybody tell well, us. Well, if I had my phone to read it off, I could say his name right. Um, Jason, I guess you could say Sudeikis. Is that how you say his last Sudeikis? name? Sudeikis. 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 Jason Sudeikis. We're the Millers. What's some rude bosses or what is that? Horrible movie? bosses. Horrible, oh, bosses. horrible bosses. He's so good in that. That's a good one. He's very funny. We're the Millers, which I can't believe I haven't seen. Oh what? Gosh, dude. That's a must watch. I, I, For a comedy, I've, I've that's heard it's a funny movie. Fantastic. Yeah. Great movie. Mm. What other movies? He's not in The Hangover, is he? Mm-hmm. He is in The Hangover? I don't think he is. Mm-mm. <laughs> I said, mm-mm. <laughs> mm-mm. <laughs> James, what is it? What is it? Nyar. Nyar. Yar. Nyar. Yar. Okay, okay. I think I had We Are the Millers, Horrible Bosses, and then there was one more. I can't remember which one it was. Ted Lasso. TV show. Mm-hmm. Is he in, he's not in vacation, is he? No. There's another one. Hmm. Jason Sudeikis. Now you got me wanting to look it up. Movies. I feel like there's... Hmm. What was your third one? You don't have one? Oh, I could read it off my list, but... That's your problem, dude. <laughs> Mr. Filmer Man. I'll come in with my notebook. We're going to get eight clips out of this my episode. My handy-dandy right? notebook. Hall Pass. Hall Pass is the other movie. There it is. That's the other one. I haven't seen it. Oh my gosh. He's in the Bounty Hunter. Interesting. I had another question. What's the question? What's your favorite war movie? Oh, Saving Private Ryan is not close for me. Shaving Ryan's Privates? (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen that one. Yeah, you have. I bet you have. Jason Sudeikis was a part of a movie called The A Good Old Fashioned Orgy, produced in 2011. I don't think I was old enough to watch this. He's in Semi Pro. That's interesting. Hmm. I didn't know that. Favorite war movie? Mm hmm. Top three. I do love Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, good movie. There's so many good war movies. I know. Black Cock Down. Great movie. (laughs) <laughs> Hacksaw Ridge is pretty good. Huh? Dunkirk. I haven't seen Dunkirk. Inglorious Bastards. Really good. I would. I think Inglorious ba- Bastards would count as a war movie. To me, it's almost like a comedy. Yeah. Kind of, but yeah, it's fantastic. Nineteen Seventeen. Um. Fury was dope. Fury. Love was Fury. Good. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, American Sniper is one of my. I was favorites. about to say yes. American Sniper, but Love then it, also man. there's um. Oh man, I forget that actor's name, but he plays um, he plays like a uh, 
He's a uh, bomb diffuser in Iraq. Hurt Locker. Hurt, Hurt Locker. That's a, a good movie. That's a good movie. Awesome movie. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. He's kind of like a rebel. He's kind of like plays by his own rules. Damn. Yeah. He's like, if I'm going to die, I'm Kind of a die. liability. <laughs> <laughs> if you think hey. he's breaking like proto. He gets his job done. <laughs> at the risk of everyone else's <laughs> life. Yes. Saving Private Ryan. OG for me. What about, would you consider Pearl Harbor? Yeah. A horror movie, you're right? Good movie. Pearl Harbor? I don't remember. I remember all my history teachers hating that movie because it was so <laughs> inaccurate. I remember they mentioned that. <laughs> I don't care if it's like this shit accurate. sucks. This is Red Tails. You guys watch Red Tails? Oh, oh, oh. Um, Top Gun? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Dude, Top Gun Mario is such a great movie. Tom Cruise nailed it, bro. Haven't seen it. One or two? Mm-mm. Oh, I've seen the first one. Yeah, well, yeah I was going to say one shit is... Shit is corny as much. <laughs> so corny. Yeah, it is super corny, but the second one is all... It's like less corny more action but also like touches on all of the corniness from the I, first one. Oh, schindler's list i might have to put that on there apocalypse now i haven't seen it in a while have you guys seen schindler's list no uh, no must watch not. you guys need to watch that movie one of the no. best of all time steven spielberg the goat it's about a guy who it's about a german businessman who ends up, he's like friends with Nazis, but he ends up employing a lot of Jews in these camps to save their lives, basically, and helps them escape, basically, through his, through a job. Nice. Very nice. interesting. And the, I always say, like, the the villain makes the movie. The villain in this movie is fantastic. He's the, the guard responsible for taking care of, like, the local concentration camp. He's, like, the head oh. SS guard. Yeah. He's just an absolute monster. It's fantastic. Oh. Must watch. It is in black and white. Oh. <laughs> Even though it was made in like 1994. That's weird. Really? I think that sets the tone. That's super interesting. For the movie. Yeah, probably. That was trivia. I do have trivia because I wanted to revisit this question because I didn't like how I did it the first time because it wasn't actually announced yet. But now that it's been announced... Who were the six automatic qualifiers for the U.S. Ryder Cup team? And I, I think it's I think this is a good question because we've already touched on a lot of the key players. Kelby's gonna hate this. I, by the I, way, the way I see it, I don't see how this is any different than the question <laughs> back then. How is this different? Because it's actually announced and it's actually concrete. That assumes we saw it. We I can tell you what I will tell you. Is you know, that two people said. Every single person's name on this list. Oh, at running least back to once. Of that episode. During that episode? Yes. That's easy. You got it. <laughs> Rory McElroy. The European team? I said the U.S. Oh, Ryder yeah. Cup oh, team. That's why it's different. The U.S. Ryder Cup team has announced the six automatic qualifiers for the team. Now I can think about his European golf. <laughs> <laughs> You're like John Rahm. I'm like, yeah, Cam Smith, obviously. <laughs> um, Ricky Fowler? Not an automatic qualifier. <clears throat> All right, well, that's my guess for the day. <laughs> I'll, James, I'll give you one wrong answer if you want. What good's a wrong? I guess it excludes. I'm saying, well, because he's already, you know, I'm already giving, letting him know if it's, if he's on the team or not. Because you, I mean, I would like it if it, this were a collaborative effort on both of your right. parts. You could come up with six names, lock them in. 
Do you want us to come with Wolf 6? <laughs> Jesus. Dude. I don't, dude, uh, I don't think these are hard questions because we've literally talked about all of these golfers. Honestly, like, imagine asking your mom this question. What's she going to say? She got no fucking idea. It's not that different yeah, asking but, us. But we've talked about it before. And we've also told you <laughs> we don't really care that much. At the time I end up naming live players. So <laughs> do they make it? I will give you a hint that no live players automatically qualified right. for what the U.S. Ryder Cup team. <laughs> Changed a lot, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally changed a lot. <laughs> Fuck. I can't think of anyone right now. Dude, you can at least come up with one damn name. Tony Fino? Automatic? I don't know. I'm just naming Automatic would be like the top six American golfers right now, probably. You think I know one? I thought Ricky Fowler was a good guess. I don't think it was a bad guess. Wasn't right. I think there's one like super obvious. There's basically been three. Okay, I'm going to give you a hint for one of them because I think it's so obvious that you guys should have already found it. Good one. Yeah, I got it. Scotty Scheff. Wow, Scotty. you guys got one. Scotty. Right. Scotty Scheffler. Um, I was testing you. See if you knew that. <laughs> good, good, good reach. Lock it in. Scotty Scheffler. We got one of six. He played with Tiger at the Genesis. Who was that guy? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rob's on something. Not Rory. Not Tiger, but the other one. <laughs> <laughs> James doesn't remember that day. He had like a thousand transfusions. <laughs> they were free. <laughs> he was in a skybox drinking oh, transfusions. And I got a ride that day, so I got What's pretty drunk. Name? I have, like, from the video that I took? Yeah. Tiger Woods hold out from a chip, from yeah. what I remember. Place went crazy. Did I? Scotty? <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Justin Thomas. Not an automatic qualifier. Oh, God damn it. I mean, I could name other American golfers. I just know they didn't make, based on our previous conversation, they didn't make the American cut or the top whatever. And if they're not live, then I don't know. I'm a live guy. I don't know. Give, give up. up. Yeah. yeah, give up. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to say two names here because I know you guys don't remember their names clearly, but there are two major winners this year. First one is Wyndham Clark of the U.S. Open, L.A. Country Club, and then Brian Harmon won the Open. Mm. Those two made it. How can I forget? <laughs> Patrick Cantley made it. The golfer that you were referencing, Rob, was Max Homa. Homo. That's right. Dang. I like Max Homa. Dang, I should have got that one. Yeah, no. I was gonna I was I'm gonna drop I was gonna drop a hint, but then I was like, oh, you're gonna get it right away if I say it because he played a match with Bob DeSports and I was like, oh like I right said Keegan Bradley. <laughs> <laughs> right away. 
And then I can't believe I'm drawing a blank on the sixth guy, but um, I believe it was uh, Jordan Spieth, but I want to double check. So I'm not that was the name I was going to say, but last um, time I brought it up, you trashed him. No, I, I, um, oh, I can't believe I forgot. It's uh, Xander Shoffley. What do you know? I thought it was Jordan Spieth, but it's not Jordan Spieth. It's Xander Shoffley. No, because last time you shit all over it. <laughs> No, is a uh, Kepka. We didn't bring up Kepka. Well, Kepka. He was, didn't bring I, up the, anyone. The, he didn't make it, but we just didn't that, even think about well, it. Well, the hint was that there's no live guys that made it. So I we was could, I was but, hoping that would knock out Bryson DeChambeau. But the fact Brooks. that we sat here and couldn't think of like Morikawa, Kepka. That's trash. You did say Ricky Fowler and Finau, Tagala. Yeah, I mean, the the fringe guys are basically the guys that you guys already touched on their names. Jordan Spieth's like a fringe guy who's like probably going to make the team. He's probably going to be a captain's pick. Cameron Young, Colin Morikawa, Keegan Bradley, Tony Finau, Ricky Fowler. Those are all like fringe guys that can make it. But um, now that Brooks Kepka wasn't an automatic qualifier, I, I think he's going to get the nod because essentially how the point system work, he was like, he was like an extraordinarily low amount of points away from automatically qualifying. And because he doesn't play on the PGA tour, the fact that he's like, if he would have played in like one PGA event and made the cut, he would have been an automatic qualifier. So it's like his performance is basically, he's going to make the team. It'd be, it would be a major shock to me if he didn't make the team. So I, to me, I think the two locks are Jordan Spieth and Brooks Kepka. I think the, the last four, last four, last four could be truly anyone. It yeah. could be all of those names that we just talked about. Ricky. And, I, and I'm just Keegan. on the edge of my seat. <laughs> <laughs> We're waiting. <laughs> Eagerly waiting. And that'll wrap up trivia. Okay, well, I got <laughs> I got some work to do with the trivia questions. Yeah, you I mean, do. I mean, it's kind of like when you give your students a test and then you're like, all right, guys, like the test next week. We well, have to blame the teacher. You killed, you, hey, you killed it last episode. Yeah? When you, you liked it? The oh. the golf courses that we've played that are also where there's been mm-hmm. hosted PGA because right, we know that shit. That was totally in the realm of us getting it right. That's yeah. the thing is like we have a real chance of getting it. I will I will work to be better for my students. I want like a fifty fifty like they could get this, they might not get it. And right now it's a whole lot of weird. So not you want like a, you want like a yes or no question? <laughs> true or false? <laughs> true or false? Maybe sure. I, maybe I will. True or false? Golf is a sport. <laughs> false. Uh, false. It's a hobby. Golfers are athletes. <laughs> sure. Okay. Wow. Would you rathers? Would you rather? Oh. Yeah. Blood or rip. Okay. Okay. Would you rather only be able to listen to music? F- sorry, only be able to listen to music from genres that you hate, or only be able to watch movies from your least favorite genre? Definitely only music that is the genre that I don't like. I gotta not. I disagree. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> I could give take, up movies. But I'm gonna I take the music. I'm gonna yeah. take the movies. I, I, where my workaround is on this one, boys. Why are there workarounds? The workaround is that audio content. Let's ask. Let's ask. YouTube this is not music. So hold on. If I, yes. if I, I could give up music for other audio content, and it wouldn't kill me. But like, if you told me that I could only watch my least favorite genre of movies, I mean, which is. Oh, I hate scary movies. Like if I could only oh, really? watch if I could only watch scary movies, that I mean Would you watch them? No. 
Well, well there you go. You just gave what's it. Your <laughs> least, what's your least favorite genre of music? Hmm. I can tell you mine right now on the spot. Country? Country. Really? I even like not country. A, not yeah, a fan. I like some country music. I was about to say, I mean, I don't think country's terrible. You don't like having a boots good and good time? <laughs> I've heard of it. You don't like drinking Bud Light in your truck? <laughs> Sometimes that music hits me like, mm, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was about to drive my truck because country is like kind of poppy. It's like you know, it's popular music now. It's not like super. I don't hate country. It's like super. It's not super folky. I've just never really given it a shot and like, oh, this is a good song. I like, bet you could end up liking it, like, and then it wouldn't be your least favorite genre anymore. And would it change? Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest with you. I don't listen to any country, but I would be willing to give it a shot, and I'm sure I could probably. Sure, like yeah, some no, I definitely. I like some country for sure. I give it a shot. Movies. I'm trying to think of my least favorite movie genre. I don't have one. There's gotta be. I'll something. watch anything. But like, there you're, are documentaries. You're saying that like documentaries? Sure. I love documentaries. Like on a, like a lazy Sunday, it's in the afternoon. It's like you want to put on a movie. It's like you you have to watch a scary movie at like noon. Yeah. Like I would hate that. I yeah. would hate. That. In which case, if you hate it so much, you won't watch it. So you don't. You can't watch any movies. I mean, like, look, I think the best argument for taking the, well, like, not whatever, like, giving up the movie genre is that you probably listen to way more music than you do hours clocked watching movies. Very like, true. Yeah. I don't think that, that there's much of a debate with that. Even for me, I personally just think I could navigate. I wouldn't want to navigate. I don't, well, actually, I don't know. Do you, well, let's, let's put it this way solely music like i could still listen to podcasts wouldn't make a it's difference music yeah i don't know maybe you're right maybe i would flip my answer for that very reason here's the thing you music can be a passive activity watching a movie passively is hard very true it's possible sometimes you sit on your phone and watch a movie you're hardly watching it no. but music at least you know you're at work doing something or doing a chores or whatever listening to music is great yeah which is why i'm giving up i'm trying to think of like the worst i'm I, googling I, like the worst movies i, I think i think you're right kind. i think i would give up listen watching or i would give up the the movie genre that i want to watch i really hate like those hallmark love movies where they're like super predictable and like the i don't no, mind a good romantic notebook i don't no that's like a a well-known highly reviewed romantic comedy i'm talking about like the cheesy is the notebook really a comedy did I say comedy? Yeah. I mean like romantic movie. My point being that it's well liked and it's not known for being corny. Mm. I hate like not cheap. <laughs> All right. Oh, musicals. I'm giving up musicals. Oh. I fucking hate. No. No, you I have think, to I think watch you're musicals. something here. Musicals are terrible. So, so I'm Music, not watching it. I actually I think for me personally, I don't like, like scary and movies shit like that. Oh I my god, I can't sh- stand that. Fucking People love it. Well, yeah. What what is the the really popular one too? Is uh, the Hair the spray? chorus group? The chorus group. Oh, Glee. No, not Glee. Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect. That's the one, dude. Dude, girl, love <laughs> that series. Love. I uh, yeah I, yeah. I'm with James on that one. Musicals. That's a hard pass for me. So you guys dog. are giving up music. No, I no, I, I, I flop my answer. I'm giving up movies. It has to do with the time thing. No, it's but like, you're giving up your favorite genre to watch your worst genre, right? You can only watch. No, your you can worst. only watch you your least only, favorite. Of so either. anytime so you're you ever want to listen to music, musicals. Or, no, no, no. I'm giving up. 
I'm giving up. He's saying that he can listen to whatever music he wants, but anytime he wants to watch a movie, it, it would have to be a musical. I was just trying to think of the worst genre. And yeah, to me, that's yeah. going to have to be... Because I like scary movies. I like scary movies. I hate really shitty comedy or uh, really shitty romantic movies that are super predictable. But it's got to be musicals. I got to give it up. Shit's fucking terrible. So if I had to pick so giving you, up... Yeah. If I had to pick up... If I had to pick a movie genre to only watch that so, I hate, it would have to be. So if James is going on a musical. movie date anytime soon, he's, he's like got to watch Pitch Perfect. Like he just has to. Sure. I honestly don't think Pitch Perfect is even that bad. But like, oh, dude, I think Pitch Perfect is terrible. I think it has some funny parts. It's funny. But legit, like if I have to watch Grease right now, like oh, I can't do that yeah, shit. Yeah, no. Well, I hate it. Grease is all time bad for me. But yeah. People love that shit, dude. People love it. Not for me. I can't stand that shit. Rob, what are you uh, what are you, what are you locking down right now? You giving up your favorite you genre up? of movies yeah. or favorite? Yeah. What's your least favorite genre? Of movies. Funny ones. So I don't really. I don't really action. Know. No, I like action. Action. Sometimes action. Action adventure. Fuck, comedy, drama, musical, thriller. Or suspense, right? And like, I mean, which is like to me, those are I don't have all of that musical. I think musical, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't totally watch, I don't watch musicals. Like even like when you're watching a TV show, one episode has a is like a musical. Have you noticed that? The only thing that I give in a pass is like Disney movies, and I think that's just because yeah. I was a kid. Yeah, and sure. like it's nostalgia. But like, I can't do it. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. We need a sneeze button in the stew. Okay, next one. So let's say you have to do manual labor for the rest of your life. Okay, you're gonna you're going to be a gardener. I'm sucking it. <laughs> I knew the answer already. <laughs> so would you rather have to like plant like like tulips, or would you rather have to plant like big ass trees for the rest of your life? Well, you know, like tulips. Yeah, no, I. Like I tulips on this dick. <laughs> <laughs> he did say he's sucking it. <laughs> True. You got me there. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll mess around with the tree. It's not a real question. I just oh. wanted to say tulips. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one more. If you had a, if you're a pro baseball player, what's your walkout song right now? Ooh. Start it from the bottom. That's a good one. Hype. It's got to get you in the zone to fucking. There's two. Ru- <laughs> there's runners in scoring position. Three outs. Start it from the bottom. That's getting you fired up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a throwback. That's a good one. It's a throwback. Gets you hyped. I think it qualifies. I'm thinking I'm picking my brother's gay, and that's okay. <laughs> He likes. He doesn't like girls. He likes guys. He doesn't like girls. He likes boys. <laughs> My brother's gay. <laughs> That's, That's okay. okay. That's a banger. <laughs> um, it would probably be a Drake song, also. Like Jimmy Cooks would give me fired up. Give me the zone. Knife talk. Knife talk. Knife talk would be sick. See what I'm saying? Oh, see what I'm saying? That's a low-key good one money bag it's got to give me something just fucking fired up internally just turn. i'll probably throw back little wayne john it's a good one 
Type. Wheezy's always dope. Mm. What about Usher's Yeah? A little corny mm. for the walkout. Boom, 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 boom. Because I feel like the DJ is already going to play that to try and get the crowd hype. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm... I feel like we're missing something like Stay Fly by like 3-6 Mafia would be dope. Ballin'. <laughs> Jim Jones. Jim like Jones. Um, trying to check the Buick Bangers playlist for <laughs> any of the good. The Buick Bangers? Is that uh-huh. a playlist you have? Yeah. Oh, man. You've been, you you been sleeping on this playlist? You think Dodger the- Stadium would play Bands of Maker Dance? <laughs> All these cheeks clever. You think they play that shit? <laughs> Get me fired up. <laughs> Click. All right, I mean, we could just sit here all day going through the There's fucking so many. bangers. Is this a public playlist? I would love to follow. <laughs> you really haven't followed this shit? Can't believe you don't I, know Buick Bangers. I'll follow him on Spotify. What? Mm. My brother's in Paris. <laughs> By JC Kanye West. All right. Is that the clean version? Yeah. Got my brothers and parents. All my brothers and parents. They oh. going gorillas. All right. We, should, we gotta wrap this up. Or seventy six minutes. Yeah, we gotta wrap this shit. Damn. All right, boys. Wrap it. All right. You heard it here, for folks. Uh, go ahead, give us a follow on the socials, Rob. Back nine golf. Don't forget to hit us with a follow on Spotify or whatever musical platform that you are listening to for audio content. This is Blake Ross, your boy Rob, and James signing off for episode eighteen. Peace. Peace. Peace.